Hey, welcome everybody. Another episode of Ears Up In Depth. And actually, this is episode number 21 that I have done with my close personal friend, Jeremy from Spectro Radio. Jeremy, how are you? That means, I'm good. That means it's almost a year that we've been doing In Depth. It's true. How do you feel about I remember that? we did our first one last year, I think in June. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Do you feel okay with that? I think time goes by when you're having fun, you know? <laughs> yeah, it really does. That's why this has seemed really slow. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Seems like 10 years. Really. Yeah, I know. Really, it's this whole thing, man. <laughs> no, I enjoy the show. I, I like doing the show with you, Jer, and I, uh, you know, I appreciate you as a person. How about that? Well, it's fun, and I would say right back at you. You know, even though we were supposed to start at nine and it's nine twenty, and that's my fault tonight, I suppose. It's a, well, you know what? I'm going to share the blame between you and my wife. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's fine. I got to figure out this camera that's... angle thing because, like, my camera's here, but the, sorry for that. But my, but like, the you are here, so you're like, da- so I'm always like looking down to the corner. I got to figure out a better way to do it. Oh. That. But yeah, I, it does. I, it's I weird because when you're not looking at me is when you are looking at me, right? And vice versa. Now I'm not looking at you, but if I look here, I'm, I'm like I look like I'm sleeping. Like I'm just nodding it, off. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, hey, Mark, uh, in, in the chat, and uh, Karina in the chat. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate you oh, guys very much. That's fun. It is fun. It is fun. Oh, I can't post a link. Well. It's fine. I don't know. In the in the ch- in the description of the show, we have our tip jar, and uh, you know, I said on our quarantine room, we got uh, you know feedback from a couple of different people, actually several people, requesting a tip jar. So if you want to throw the tip, if you want to tip us for some reason, I still feel uncomfortable with it. You can go ahead and do that, and a little animation plays. It's really cute, um, you know. And there you go. And I split it. I'm going to split it every month with you, uh, Jer, and whoever's on the shows. Uh, we're going to split it, but uh, you know, last we did the quarantine room, we got like nineteen bucks. I'm like, well, really? Geez. Yeah. I'm like, how do you split nineteen bucks? You know, four ways. It's or five ways. <laughs> it's really hard. So I'm just going to let it add up. Yeah. Well, you just need a calculator. Nineteen divided by five. <laughs> it's three eighty. Yeah. So do you really want me to PayPal you three eighty, or do you want to wait for like a full <laughs> round five? Yeah. Just like put it in my put it on my tab. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then whatever, we'll figure it out. Well, we have a good show for you guys, of course. We have, you know, again, I say this disclaimer, I'm sort of getting tired of it. Um, There's not a whole lot of Disney news. I mean, there is Disney news, but it's some stuff that I personally don't care about. Like, who's the new head of streaming content? Like, I just don't care about that kind of stuff, especially for this show. To me, that's, you know, stuff for, like, the normal Ears Up show, right? So, uh, you know, there's that, or, uh, you know, here's another Disney Blogs video about a sunrise. It's cool, but what are we going to do, talk about that? I mean, the sunrise, right. that was cool. Yeah, um, it's not really in-depth. It's pretty, sur- <laughs> yeah. pretty sur- surface, I should say. Yeah, well, Jeremy, as you know, the sun rose the other day, and I decided, I decided to investigate why that is. And let me explain to you exactly why. <laughs> Um, it was a nice video, though. I watched it. I liked it. It was really nice. I honestly, this is this is how my brain is incorrect. Um, I'm like sitting there. I'm, I'm I'm critiquing the video. I'm going. I could definitely use. I could I could do without the music or like the the the, uh, the camera angle changes. Like just give me a straight on shot, no music, and just whoosh, 
the sunrise. I think that would be beautiful enough. But you really have to try to plus it up with music. I just didn't really. I don't know. Am I am I wrong on that? Your uh, the music didn't bother me, but I agree with you on the camera angle changes because the way they sold it was it was a time lapse. But then right. they got up close to the castle, and you can't do a fountain on time lapse. It just really doesn't work. So right. they would slow it down, and it was like regular water speed. And I'm like, I'm not watching a time lapse right now, jerks. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want my money back. Right. Well, we are going to get into 380. <laughs> That's right. We are going to get into a bunch of news stories uh, today that uh, people are angry about, and uh, I have some responses uh, from social media about why people are angry and exactly what they're saying, because to me, that's very fun. Well, sure. What's what's the point of being a Disney fan if you can't be angry and mad? And I know. It is an exciting day for, for Disney fans, I guess, because Disney Springs partially reopened, and uh, you know, Shanghai's been open for about a week now, I think, and so... Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but uh, things are, are starting to progress. So I feel like we're going to have some news stories coming out here uh, soon. But Jeremy, do you want to just go ahead and, and lead off? I'll start it up. Yeah, and yeah, it. I mean, kind of like to what you were saying, I didn't want to talk about the opening in Disney Springs because it's like the horse is dead. We've seen every tweet. We've seen every photo. We've seen every Instagram. We all get it. <laughs> right, exactly. So I want to talk about the man who was arrested for camping out on Discovery Island. Oh, I love it. Do you know what Discovery Island is? I actually sort of do. Um, and the only reason I know about it is because people have snuck on that island and like taken videos and stuff of what's still right. there. But it was an old like animal park or something? Yeah, it's yeah. in the middle of Bay Lake at Walt Disney World. There's an abandoned island attraction called Discovery Island. It used to be called Treasure Island, I think, for the first year or two that it was in existence. Then they renamed it Discovery Island. Discovery, uh, Disney operated a zoological park on the island from 1974 until 1999, when in that year it was left abandoned. Uh, Last month, Richard McGuire of Mobile, Alabama, was found camping on the off-limits island. (laughs) Off-limits island. It's like like Isla Sorna or Isla Nublar from Jurassic Park. You can't. (laughs) Go on these off-limit islands. Uh, the man had been on the island for at least two days. He wasn't sure, so they arrested him on a Thursday. He wasn't sure if he had been there since Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll give yeah. him that, yeah. Well, it's not like it's Castaway and he's Tom Hanks trying to figure out if it's been two years or three <laughs> years, you know, and he's got the hash marks on the cave. Right. It's been two nights, guy. Uh, finally, after a search for the man on, that took place by foot, boat, and helicopter— he was apprehended. They repeatedly called to him with a loudspeaker, which he says he couldn't hear because he claims he was asleep uh, on one of the island's abandoned buildings. Wow. So he was uh, otherwise uh, occupied. Okay. Uh, McGuire claimed he had no idea that the island was off limits. He said he just thought it was a tropical paradise. Uh, <laughs> just a tropical paradise in the parks. Right, right. That I, I have to on that? steal it's... a boat to get to. I don't know. Yeah, you, uh, you can't just. In, it's not like it's you're walking by a park, or you know, or you're just taking a walk to the mailbox and you see an island and you go, oh, "I'm going to go investigate." You have to trespass on Disney property. Trespass. Well, he got there in spite of the fact he didn't. So he says he didn't know it was off limits, but this is in spite of the fact that in order to get to this island, he would have had to pass a number of no trespassing signs. <laughs> yeah, right. Found his way around multiple gates. 
not to mention crossing a lake known to be filled with alligators. <laughs> so y- yes. It's like right. literally it has a protective moat <laughs> around it. <laughs> um, he was charged with trespassing and subsequently posted bail with a court hearing scheduled for June. And he has been banned from returning to any Walt Disney World property ever again. Weird. I would never thought yeah. that would have happened. See, that's the punishment that I feel like. Put me in jail for a few years. Fine. I'll figure it out. But like you tell yeah. me I can't go to Disney World again. <laughs> God. Forget about it. I'm that's done really throwing the book at someone. Right. Mark in the chat. It's like, why do they need a helicopter? Was he going to run? I mean, <laughs> I, I guess he could like dip underneath the water and hold his breath or maybe take a read and just, you know, kind of float along. But uh, uh, I, yeah, I, that's a good question. Right. I wouldn't spend any any sort of time in that in that water. There's no way. Oh, certainly not. No. Well, so I also think sometimes law enforcement likes to just pull out all the stops. I mean, like they're like, there's somebody on that island. Get the helicopter. What else are they going to do? Honestly, right? yeah, we got the uh, Black Hawk helicopter coming, or the yeah, I guess it's a Black Hawk helicopter. I don't know a Black a Black Hawk. I, I, that's that's right? crazy. That's what I mean. Get the get the Migs, the Mig jets. Migs. I don't know. Um, it is reported that he used a Disney-owned boat to get to the island, which was spotted then by a cast member. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, why is that boat over there? Right. Uh, so that's what tipped Disney off, and then they uh, notified the local authorities. Uh, Discovery Island once housed alligators, eagles, vultures, toucans, pelicans, and a monkey colony. Okay. So you can go visit all these things. It still has a lot of wildlife. Um, and as you sort of alluded to before, it has since served as a destination, an off-limits destination for so-called urban explorers. I love that term. I hate it. <laughs> I, hate, I hate anyone who, who dubs themselves an urban explorer. Yeah, right. Um, well, because I've heard you mention it, and I'm the same way. Yeah. I don't like breaking rules. If they say don't go in there, then I'm like, oh, we're, we're not going in there. Yeah, right. Why would I go for, for <clears throat> me to go in there? I would have to be, um, you know, uh, careless with my life. And I'm definitely not. Although, you know, maybe I, you know, drink too much, but other than that, it's fine. Right. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to trespass. Cause you know, you don't know if it's for a reason or they just don't want people in there or the floor is going to fall. Probably for a lot of those reasons, I'm yeah. sure that there's, you know, they don't want the insurance liability of some stutz swimming out there through alligator-infested waters and then falling through a floor on a rotting dock. I mean, they right. don't need that. So they, the, the rule is don't go there. So he was <clears> banned <throat> from Disney World or from all Disney properties? Because Thomas no. has a good point in the chat. He's like, shouldn't uh, they be banned from everything? Specifically, the I, I question this myself. Specifically, the article mentioned Walt Disney World properties. I don't know if that applies to mm. other places. Okay. Um, the nearby abandoned Disney water park river country has also served as a tantalizing destination for these <laughs> explorers. I went to, um, cause I, I was reading about this and I was like, Oh, I want to know about these explorers. Cause I feel, I felt like like the people have been, go- been going there for a while. And there was a guy I went to his blog and he had pictures and he and his friends did swim the alligator infested waters. They made it across yeah. and they spent a night out there, took pictures. They found a vulture's nest in one of the buildings, but it looks, the pictures look like 
the Lost World Jurassic Park, the second one when they go back and it's all just like oh sure the old. It looks just like that, like cages with vines growing. Like it's it's kind of crazy. Didn't, uh, but di- don't go there. No, didn't Disney? Some Disney arm of the company do like a tour of that place a couple years ago. Somehow I think I remember that. Where like maybe it was D twenty three or some oh, sort of like they? membership service to take huh. people there. But I, I want to say it was like so several years ago. Hmm. I don't know about that, yeah. but because uh, that would be cool, and they should do something. I mean. They should. I know there's no way they can. There's literally no way that people can, um, you know, sign that many waivers to go there. Right. I think it. also Disney's all about the magic. Right. Right. Like no one wants to see rotting Disney. Like I don't think that's their first thing. It's like, let's show you this uh, ramshackle old thing. But people want to see it. I don't like that's the, you know, the the magic. Yes, I agree. But there's also the curiosity. Uh, you know, and Disney is sort of like curiously sanitary as far right. as what they show you and what they don't. It is sometimes like fun to see. So I, I mean, I get the it's the, fun, the but they, that's the mystique. They can't right. they can't pull that curtain back too far, or they yeah. ruin it. Yeah, but this is one of those circumstances where you can, I think. No, no. Well, then don't go, Jeremy. <laughs> okay, I will go and I will report back. You don't go. No, I'm sorry, you're wrong. You can't do it. <laughs> okay, that's my first story. All right, I like it. <clears throat> Good. I like it. Uh, well, Jeremy, as the U.S., which is the country we live in right now, begins to open up shops and tourist destinations, the number one focus for these places is how to keep their employees, guests, and visitors safe, or at least it should be. Personal protection equipment can only do so much, and alongside frequent cleanings and social distancing measures, the parks themselves have limitations on just how safe they can keep us. In this litigious day and age, the only way to make sure businesses won't get sued is to have you sign waivers. Right. I think you can tell where this is going. Yes, Disney Parks has put language into their terms of service, reminding you that, quote, Here's the whole here's the whole edition, right? We have taken enhanced health and safety measures for you, our other guests and cast members. You must follow all posted instructions while visiting Disney Springs. An inherent risk of exposure to COVID-19 exists in any public place where people are present. COVID-19 is an extremely contagious disease that can lead to severe illness and death. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, senior citizens and guests with underlying medical conditions are especially vulnerable. By visiting Disney Springs, you voluntarily assume all risks related to exposure to COVID-19. With that, today marks the partial reopening of Disney Springs, which is the Disney World version of downtown Disney for us uh, true park believers. And there are plenty of precautions taking place. All employees will be required to wear masks. Disney will provide employees with three washable masks, which I think is pretty cool, I guess, right? And it's the only, okay. way, to, it's the only way to ensure it. You can't enforce the law for your employees and then not give them the thing that they're supposed to bring, right? Uh, get- well, I'll tell you something. My mom works in a hospital, and she gets two a week. So congratulations, cast members. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, guests will have their temperatures checked at the gate, and there are plexiglass dividers that have been installed at the registers to protect the uh, CMs from the guests and vice versa. I mean, let's be honest. There, anyone can have it. Uh, guests will swipe their own payment cards as they will no longer be handled to the employees. 
Despite the extra precautions, Disney wants to make it very clear you will not be able to sue them if you contract the coronavirus at any of their properties ever again. Something right. that is not exclusive to Disney, but that's what it's like to talk about. Uh, that's what we like to talk about on this show. Um, is there's a, a lot of these places are requiring waivers and, and starting to sort of understand the liability of actually opening up, right? Right. Well, I agree. I think that the, you can't, you can't sue Disney because you got COVID. No, you can't do it. Um, don't but, go if you don't want it. Don't go. Exactly right. And and if you don't, if you're if you're nervous about the the waiver, like oh well, there's. Big Brother Disney breathing down your neck. Um, if you've ever been to a Disney park, you've already waived your rights to give your permission to have your picture taken and use it for marketing, for example, sure. with agreement to you know not sue for 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 money, right? right. Um, or that any injury done to you at a park must be held in Orange County if you take it to court. If you want to be litigious about it in, in Disneyland, for example, if you slip and fall and you're from Ohio or Utah or whatever. Uh, I don't know why I pick on those states all the time. Um, you can't. You you have to do it in in their place of business in Orange County, right? Um, Got if, it. If you have an annual pass, you cannot use it for commercial purposes, and that's all they say. But what that means on a ticket is like, you can't go take like for example, Coveers, right? That brilliant business that I have. Yes, um, I went and took pictures of people wearing Coveers in the parks, right? You can't do that if Disney wanted to they could have if they caught me they could have pulled my annual pass my word right so you can't do that and of course the one we see on all signs disney is not responsible for lost or stolen items and now you can add covid19 to that list they're not responsible (laughs) if you get covid uh right now there are a few actually a few covid lawsuits working their way through various court systems across the world so this is fairly untested waters here. Can you win a lawsuit against a company for catching a communicable disease? Waivers are generally used to protect a company from the obvious cases, right? Like, hey, you have to read the safety signs sort of alerts a guest to the fact that there are safety signs. And if they didn't read them, well, Disney put forth a reasonable effort to make sure that they, the guests were alerted to the fact that the safety signs were there. But with COVID, right. the questions are like, what is a, a reasonable effort? You know, how much does Disney have to do to protect not only their guests, but themselves, right? Their, their employees and, 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 and legally speaking, right? How do they get protected? Is it enough just to alert the public to the fact that there might be COVID around? And if someone <laughs> does get sick, the main one is how do they prove that they caught it at a Disney park? That's the impossible because you can, right. you can, ca- you can get it. And you don't show symptoms for 14 days. I mean, sometimes it's two to three days. But how do you know you didn't get it on the flight out or at the gas station or whatever, right? So uh, the COVID waivers are new, but they're not going to be going uh, anywhere anytime soon. Well, who doesn't know? I love it's like, oh, we have to let you know that there could be COVID. Like, who? I'm sorry. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Are you? Is there anyone who's like, hmm, what is this? COVID. Why are you guys wearing these masks? Yeah, I thought we were going to get magnets. I don't understand. It's like (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I think actually. So that's from a guest standpoint, and on that, in that instance, I'm on Disney's side. Like, if you're going to go there, you're you're taking your own risk. The question I think, and I think this is what's happening across the country for most businesses, is yeah, what. How liable are they for their employees? 
who well, could potentially because where like they they have no choice, right? Right. So what's the story there? They have no choice, and from what I've I've, I've been reading a little bit about why some of the cast members are actually returning to work. Um, some of the people that I've read about don't want to, but the unemployment uh, sort of circumstances in Florida is so messed up that it's they're not getting the same benefits as other places in, in the country. It's so convoluted and complicated. Um, I do know that some states, are, or maybe it's even county by county, are saying if you, if you refuse to go back to work, they kick you off unemployment. Mm-hmm. So you're you ha, you ha, you're they're forcing you to go back to work as an employee right. of whatever, even if you are going back to work at, at a place that doesn't give you proper you know PPE or whatever, and and you don't want to go back there, but then some states you won't get unemployment, and so mm-hmm. you have to you have to work, you have to eat. Right, that's what it is. So I think some people are scared about it understandably i'm super nervous about it um you know I, I had an interaction with my neighbor the other day uh and like he came into my garage and they gave me a beer and i'm like i don't know what to do i don't like this right now um <laughs> oh i wish i wish i could have seen this bro it was so it, it scared me so much and then he hung out and like it talked did? to me but it was like six to eight feet yes yes it did it did and because, did he stay far apart from you he stayed far apart from me but we didn't have masks on and, um, you know, he handed me a beer that I took and I drank from. And I'm like, the whole time I'm going, what am I doing? What am I doing here? Um, you drank it? Yeah, I did. And You're fine. I'm sure, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm fine. And the way I handle interactions like that is I start talking to the people. Like, this happens. I'm talking like it happens every day, right? Um, but I started talking to him about basically trying to work out how serious he takes this. And he, right. And You're he, like, so how, have you seen anybody? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, well, when we're at, I work basically alone, like my office is my truck. And whenever I'm around the guys, we all have our masks on. I'm like, OK, so I feel fairly confident um, that he's, you know, he's taking it seriously because we are in. I don't want to, you know, disparage anybody politically, but we are in an area where, you know, people don't seem to care so much. They think it's not real. Um, and I just want to make sure that if I'm interacting with you person to person that you at least are understand. Um, anyway, and then, so I had a guy come in today to like, give us a quote on some concrete, some landscaping and stuff like that. And he had his mask on like, great. Let me go upstairs. Let me grab my mask, bro. And I'll be right out. And we, we stayed, you know, far apart. He sort of, you know, scooched in my space bubble when I backed up. But, uh, at the end of it, he handed me his card and I'm like, ah. Oh, Again, I'm not strong enough to be like, can you just put it down or I'll take a picture of it. I don't think about that stuff. So I like took it with like two fingers like by the edges and I just held it like this and I came in, set it down (laughs) somewhere. And then I washed my hands for uh, 20 seconds and then Uh I washed them again for 30 seconds. And my hands were like, I was like in snow. They were so white and covered with froth. And I was like, this is perfect. So I think I'm fine. Well, uh, new guidance, as I understand it, came out from the CDC today because it changes every, literally every month, right? So whatever is true today will probably completely invalidate it in another month. But the new guidance today says that it really isn't transmitted by touch. It's not transmitted by touch, but it is, but, but you can, you have to, you have to touch your face with it. 
Well, yeah, right? but like yeah, they're yeah, saying, yeah. like it's not living on surfaces and it, like, or it can live on a surface, but is it really viable to then infect you? And that's the Correct. thing. And so, I think you're okay. Well, you you took all the right precautions. I do not believe. I mean, I'm being way more uh, fast and loose with it than you are. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I understand. You have more anxiety about it. That's and it's perfectly understandable. Uh, yeah, but I, I think see, I'm crazy, and you're. Look, I'm a, a psych. Li- you're a little bit country. I'm a little bit of rock and roll. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm being very careful. Trust me. Yeah. Um, well, and here's the but, thing. Here's the thing about it. Like, you know, people people look at it in terms of survive it or you die. And I don't look at it like that. I don't want to die. Nobody does. That's and this is very trite. But um, my biggest fear is dying. I don't want to die. And I've been nervous same. about dying for 20 years. Right. That's why I don't like flying. All this kind of shit. Right. Stuff. Excuse me. But. What I also don't want to do is languish in bed for three weeks, you know, almost drowning in my own mucus. I, I don't want to get the sickness because a lot of it's not good even just just to get it. I don't want to get it. Right. You all. don't want to get it. No yeah, one, you don't no. want to be sick. I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be sick. It's perfectly understandable. It's perfectly understandable. I'm not going to blame you. Um, but, uh, I mean, we've got – Bars here are open, and you can go to the window and drink. And I'm at that window. You're at a window? Yeah, on the street. You go up to the window, they got the little counter, and you just hang out at the window. You have a beer. It's fantastic. I love you, but also... (laughs) Would you date anybody right now during COVID? No, you can't meet new people. You can't. You can right? only have your circle. But how do you trust the other people? And I look, I hate talking about this, but I'm I'm actually just curious now. How do you how do you because I've been thinking about potentially opening up our circle of it's a triangle right now, maybe to like an octagon or something of like mm-hmm. Taryn's parents. But how yeah, do you I can let them in? But how do I trust that they're not I don't know, let's say just for example, bringing it up no reason in particular who's to say they're not hanging out at a window or something like that having a beer well i mean i hung out with someone who has been also been going to beers their windows to get beers and that same person is a doctor and he works in a hospital uh so i know that freak me out bro i would never do that but he's also wearing a shield he's wearing scrubs he's wearing gloves he's wearing an n95 mask so i'm like he knows he's a doctor so i'm gonna hang out with him i don't know man is, I, he, is uh, he that handsome doctor on that's all over social media what what's that dude the, the i forget the guy's name but he looks like 24 and he's just very handsome doctor and he's like super he's, he does he has like a youtube channel and he did this whole like takedown of that pandemic video and uh i forget his name oh i don't know i don't know who that is oh my um, god i'm in love with him but like I'm not hanging out indoors with people. You go outside, you go for a picnic. You can't you're not gonna get it outside. You went for a picnic. Oh, for sure. Oh, picnic. Picnic. <laughs> picnic. It's outside. I'm telling you, you're not getting it outside. Man, it doesn't transmit like that. It can. Well, whatever. In theory, it can, but yes. it's eight so there was a there was a study out of we don't have to go on to for this forever. Yeah, I really don't want but to. But I know you and I could. Yeah. Um and sorry, I can hear fire trucks outside the window. Sorry. Um there was a study out of Japan last week. It is eighteen times less likely to transmit outside than it is inside. That's not good. twice, not ten times, eighteen.
15 times. Yeah, that's good. I, I, that, that kind of stuff uh, I appreciate. Okay, well, good. I want you. I want you to sleep well. That's all I'm saying, I, bro. I want to sleep well. I haven't slept well my entire life. Okay, well, this is a quick one, but it's interesting. Speaking about all of this new moving forward, Hong Kong Disneyland is looking to be reopening soon. All signs are pointing to that for wow. us right now. Wow. So we've already got Shanghai up and running, and now the second Chinese park will is making its way towards opening. The park officially told Xinhua News Agency that they are actively prepping the park to reopen, though a specific date was not given, and they continue to monitor, monitor the situation as events unfold. Then yesterday, the Twitter account HKDL of Fantasy reported that Hong Kong was preparing soft opening procedures starting yesterday, which if you are listening to the pod and not live was Tuesday, May 19th. And those procedures will be happening through tomorrow, Thursday, May 21st. Uh, and that is the, that they, they brought people, the cast back. They're going through all the procedures, like what they had to train the Shanghai people on how to, how to manage these people and manage the crowds and do all that stuff. That's what's happening. Um, and in fact, I checked the Hong Kong Disneyland app today, and oh. two rides had wait times, which I don't know what that means. So th- I, I would guess they're maybe testing the wait time infrastructure just to make sure it works and stuff. Right. Like that. Or like if they switch on a ride, does it send a signal to the mainframe and then it <laughs> shoots it out to the world? Yeah, prob- that's pretty much how it works. Yeah. 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 So that's um, that's my assumption. Um, so we'll see. I'm going to continue to monitor that app. Um, I like to monitor these apps and see what their wait times are. Like when Shanghai opened, I was posting that, you know, for the first couple of days, what the wait times were. So that was interesting. It, it is because that first day it was like everything was five minutes and the next day it was like 20, which it I thought was up. very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Second day I was kind of like, hmm, this isn't <laughs> as good as I want it to be. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. that's how it's going. I mean, that's just, of course it was. Right. People so are, what you're saying is I have to go on the first day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's been 116 days so far since Hong Kong Disneyland closed due to the coronavirus. Um, but they have been already moving towards reopening. As I reported here previously, character dining resumed at the resort's hotels back at the end of April. So... Some uh, positive signs coming out of Hong Kong. Uh, I don't know what that means. I mean, Hong Kong's been dealt a tough blow because remember they had all those protests? Right. Yeah, protests leading up to this. Protests leading up to a global pandemic. So we're we're rooting for them. I I would – I don't know. Is this the time to go over to Hong Kong and just scope it out? No. Cheap flight? No. No, it's not. We bring your mask? No, stay home. Okay, fine. I'm going to stay home. I'm still here. (laughs) Go to I'm a window. Meaning, not that I'm still alive, meaning I have not gone anywhere. <laughs> well, that's not entirely true, but you haven't gone to Hong Kong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, I mean, that is interesting. I, uh, you know, part of me does like to see the parks open. Um, I realized last week sometime that that was the first time I sort of have been missing planning a trip to Disneyland. Not yet going, mm-hmm. right? But this would be the time where, because we never go in the summer. It would be like, well, Taryn, let's think about going in September or October and start planning like a weekend for that or, you know, uh, four or five days. But I, I didn't feel that way before. And now I'm like, ah, yeah, that would be it would be ni- it would be cool to do. And then I had to slap myself out of it. Like, no, 
It's not cool. <laughs> well, like I said, I, 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 I know you didn't agree with this, but I like, I like putting my head on my pillow at night knowing that Disney parks are operating. So for me, like, I mean, it's Hong Kong has probably been open for about 54 minutes now. Oh, well, sorry. Shanghai has been open for about 54 minutes now. I like that. I like knowing yeah. that someone's Someone somewhere is giving uh, millionaires more money. I love that, yeah, too. That makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know what I love the most is putting my head on my pillow and knowing that Jeff Bezos is almost the world's first trillionaire. I love it. <laughs> yes. Almost. How many more nights do I have to go to sleep before he's a trillionaire? Because really, he deserves it. <laughs> You know what I want to do is sell books on the internet, but not just books. Oh, my God. Changed the world. I mean, it did. I'm just making fun of him, but whatever. Um, Are you done with your story? Sorry. I'm done. Before I get into my story, I want to tell you, I sent an email to somebody's uh, agent today to get them on the show. And we've done it before, and they never responded, so we'll see. But I want want to give you two guesses as to who it is, because if I gave you— John Debney. No, I thought you were trying to book him. You were talking with him, weren't you? Me? What do yeah. I? What, now I'm the booking agent for Ears Up Podcast. I don't know. Do you want, we Terrence. don't have one. No, it's not. It's not Terrence. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> Terrence, wait a minute. Well, if busy. it's not John Debney, you get one more guess. But you're on the same track. Oh, I know who it I'll is. I'll give you a hint. Who is it? Gavin Greenaway. No. Oh, Danny Elfman. <clears throat> oh well, that's pretty good. are you serious right now i hope danny elfman doesn't listen to this episode (laughs) this would be the one well let me see what they are all about so he's uh nightmare before christmas right yep what else beetlejuice oh batman he likes he likes he's batman oingo boingo he's the he's the batman with the guy who was in beetlejuice michael keaton yes michael keaton he's that trilogy right uh well yeah did Keaton didn't do a trilogy he did like a two but he did I mean oh. Danny Elfman is like one of those composer styles that you you instantly recognize and I don't know what it I don't know what it is um but he's done um I, I don't even know oh Alice in Wonderland so you know who he okay. is yeah yeah I do know who he is he's the sidekick basically of that director Tim Burton. It yeah, seems for like sure. there's a lot of, you know, Tim Burton, it seems like maybe he goes to him a lot. Edward Scissorhands. Did um, he do Scissorhands? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he did Planet of the Apes. He did. Oh, um, you know what other Disney movie he did? What? Uh, Oz the Great and Powerful. Never saw it. That has James Franco. That was good. It was good. It's a great soundtrack. So apparently, so I'm reading his Wikipedia right now. Elfman has occasionally co-composed music or shared music writing credit or written themes that are then used or adapted by other composers, composers including John Debney in Heartbreakers. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so anyway. So one step away from Debney. <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. I'm really just trying to use Elfman to get to Debney. That's what right. it is. I hope Elfman doesn't find out about that. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I would. I, I don't expect anything, but I'm just very excited about it. But what's annoying is I, um, I messaged uh, Maddie, you know, our uh, our resident um, social media person, and you know, she works at Disney, and I think I can say that. And uh, I was like, hey, just you know, read me, read this email, and you know, let me know if it's like if it's 
too impersonal or too personal or whatever. Um, and so she helped me out. She goes, she goes, yeah, who's it to? I'm going to go, I go, Danny Elfman with an exclamation point. And she goes, who's that? And I'm no. like, are you serious right now? I go, mm. Nightmare Before Christmas. And she goes, I don't know. I'm like, Oingo Boingo. She goes, is that a band? I'm like, oh. I don't know what Oingo Boingo is. No. <laughs> Jerry. Is that a movie? Yeah. <laughs> Oingo Boingo. Come on. I mean, you are the worst person. See, they have two, like, super famous songs. This is one of them. Oh, is he in it? He's the lead singer of Oingo Boingo. You've heard this song. Right? You've heard this song? I've heard this. I can't believe you. Can't you? Anyway, it goes on and on. It's a Dead Man's Party is the song. The other one is Weird. So that was in um, it was in Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. And then uh, Oingo Boingo did the theme to Weird Science. The movie okay, Weird, the so movie that Weird I Science. know what that is. Yeah. Anyway, Danny Elfman. If we well, could, that's awesome. If we could book Dan. And so anyway, I just followed him on Instagram because I didn't know that he had an Instagram page, and he's <laughs> he's very weird, man. Um, did you follow him from ears up, or did yeah. you follow him from your personal? No, 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 no. from ears up. Yeah, yeah. Anybody okay. that I'm trying to book, I I, I put up on ears up. Sure. Um, but he has like he has chickens, his backyard chickens, which is cool. And like I used to have chickens. I love I, chickens are great. Like if you can get chickens, um, chickens are great. I mean I can't disagree with that. <laughs> um, but his like his chickens are I forget the the breed name, but they just have like, wild tufts of hair, and they're sort of like the most rock and roll of all the chickens. But he does these videos. I have never listened to them yet. But let's see what he says. Back with the chickens, the gals are all here, and it's a lovely day. <laughs> We are going to try and find a name for our Polish crested. You know what they're looking at? They're looking at Yuki going, stick it up your ass, dog. <laughs> right on, girl. I fell down. That that is amazing. Bad ass. Wow. We want to talk with you. I'm going to try some names out, and I'd like to get a reaction. Danica, Koneski, Olga, Kristanya, Pavlova. Iga, Mela, Babushka. Anyway, whatever. Follow Danny Elfman on Instagram, and then message him and tell him that you wanted to. You want him to go on ears up. He's got a voice. He's got a very good voice, which I'm sure I'm not the first person to discover that Danny Elfman has a good voice. But <laughs> I could listen to his voice a lot. Yeah, you know? like yeah. the way he talks, I like it. He should do voiceover. Man, I, I swear to God, if if I, I I don't know, I think I would end the show. If I got Danny Elfman as a, as a guest, that would be uh, ultimate because, and I was thinking about it today. I apologize. I'm rambling. We'll get back to the show. Maybe I'll cut this out. I don't know. Maybe it's boring. Uh, I just, I talk too much, but, um, you know, Alice's favorite, uh, movie right now is Moana. It was Nightmare Before Christmas. Then it was Alice. Now it's Moana. And so she wants to hear the soundtrack all the time. Like when I tell you all the time, like, like 10 times a day, uh, ah, eh, whatever. 
But she sort of like remembered that Jack is there, like Nightmare Before Christmas exists, and so now she wants to hear Jack sometimes. And I'll put the, the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack on, and I used to listen to that a lot in my teens and early 20s and stuff. Um, and it's like one of those soundtracks that's, that's so cinematic in and of itself that mm-hmm. you can sort of he- listen to it and it tells a story very well. It, it, it flows very well. You know, it's one of those soundtracks where mm-hmm. the Moana soundtrack is, is great. It's very, very good. I actually re- I like it a lot. But it, it, it sort of feels disjointed at times mm-hmm. um, where, where Elfman, because Elfman did the, the composing and he wrote all the lyrics and he sung for Jack, right? So uh, maybe oh, it's... I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe it's... The, he didn't voice Jack, but he, he sung for Jack. He, I, right. I remember reading one time he was like, I wrote the, you know, he wrote the lyrics and then he went to Tim Burton and he goes, I have to sing this. There's no way around it. You can't, sing, you can't have this guy sing. I need to sing it. It's my... I need, I need to sing it. He was so passionate about it. Anyway. Yeah. So there you go. Night Before Christmas soundtrack is great. It's probably well, if you one of get them, you should recommend. You know, have you ever considered podcast work? You've got a great <laughs> voice, Danny. Please do a voiceover for me. Like, do my intro. That would be great. Oh my god! What if he was like, "You're listening to Ears Up Podcast." Like, I would die. Like, sorry, Charlie. You're done. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Push. You're you're out of here, <laughs> bud. All right. <clears throat> Maybe he wants to be the official voice of Spectro. No, you can't steal my man. Yeah. No. He's you mine. already have a man. You get who is it? You got a man. <laughs> who is it? Charlie. Charlie who? Push. I've never heard of him in his entire life. <laughs> I think he would be okay with me ditching him for um Yeah. I for Danny Elfman. I mean come he'll, on. He'll he'll look at it, overlook it. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. in case we cut this out, we'll just start <laughs> just start new and you know, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, anyone in the chat should tell me if I should keep it or take it out. Cause if, if, tell me if I'm boring. I don't know, man. Uh, you were done, right? I'm done. Okay. Well, uh, as Disney Springs announced that it's opening with the uh, requirement of guests to have masks on at all times, of course, once they put it on social media, people got very, 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 very upset about that and they decided to tell disney exactly how they felt and uh sort of vent their frustrations at the poor people who have to slog through every single reply disney reads every reply they do and they have to sort of they uh, sort of like flag it because if it's if there's an actual problem then they'll categorize it and if a manager wants to hear about hey have there been any uh, any negative feedback on the new chocolate chip cookies we've rolled out or whatever, then they can go, okay, well, here's all the negative feedback on the chocolate chip cookies that we flagged from the things, whatever. Have you ever tweeted at them? Yeah, I'm sure I have, yeah. So, uh, yes. <clears throat> of I course have. I have. I'm too opinionated not to. It's usually about the condition of the bathrooms in a certain section of the park. <laughs> that you, I'm like, this is a disgrace. disgrace. Get someone over here. <sighs> um, so I wanted just to compile... A few of this is the this is the uh, a prime example of the sort of people that are uh, just chomping at the bit to get back to Disneyland or Disney World specifically, but they want it on their terms. So, someone mm-hmm. called Ken on Facebook says, "Rebreathing all the CO two in the mask. I'm sure people will pass out." That's a reoccurring theme. Is people don't want to wear masks in Florida because they're confident that they're going to pass out, <laughs> which is not going to happen. You're not going to pass out. It's fine. Um, it doesn't restrict your breathing. It's co- you're, the mask you're wearing is cotton. 
It's like breathing through a couple layers of your T-shirt. You're you're fine. You're going to be right. okay, Ken. But just the fact that Ken writes that. Anyway, it gets better. Uh, Bonnie says, so disappointing. No magic at Disney with masks and temperature checks. I have seen people <sighs> pass out from the heat in spring and fall at your parks. Um, I, I haven't. I went in uh, September. I, I didn't see anybody pass out. Um, I can only imagine summer with a mask on. You know the verdict is still out on whether masks really protect anyone or make things worse. I guess time will tell. You don't have to wear a mask if you go to most places. Untrue. Walmart has now become uh, more okay. fun than Disney. How sad. We've, always, we've been visiting every year since 2012, multiple times per year, season pass holders, but I think we'll take a step back. We actually were going to head down in July, but I think we'll just go breathe in the ocean air and enjoy ourselves. Good, go! Then go! Go! Go to the ocean, be free! First of all... We don't want you there. Right. Masks do protect you. They also protect other people. They protect other people more than they protect you, but there's still some protection there. Yeah. You don't have to wear a mask to go to most places. That's not true. You, you, you do. And, if, and if, if that hasn't happened yet, it's going to be a requirement. So, Bonnie... Good luck at the beach. Uh, Kristen says, love, love, love Disney, but could never wear a face covering in that heat and don't want to go with anxiety. I want to go when I can stand next to someone. I don't know. I don't know eat where I want, even if it's jam packed and I and go into shops with lots of people. Kristen's uh, on medication. I guess uh, just a normal vacation would never go under these circumstances. And I, 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 I get that. I understand that I'm that way. I'm not going to go. Until, you know, maybe we learn more about that antibody treatment that's happening in San Diego or whatever, right? Mm. I, that's what I want. <clears throat> That'll make me feel a little bit better. But I would never sit and write this diatribe <laughs> on the Disney Facebook page about how, um, you know, I, like, I want a normal vacation. Of course you do, dumbass. Everybody does. But right. those don't exist right now. So right. why are you yelling at people for this? It's just let them be open and try to get some cash flow in for those people who do who are willing to wear a mask. I also don't want to wear a mask when I go to Disney. Of course but guess not. what? Nobody I'm does. not going to go to Disney. Right. And if I do, I'm going to wear a mask. I have to wear a mask when I go to the supermarket. I wear a mask when I get in the elevator in my apartment building. You have to wear a mask. It's just a courtesy. That's what we do now. You don't I don't want you. You know what? This is what it is. Don't come around me naked with your bare midriff and your fat rolls and your pierced nipple. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I also that because that's a common courtesy. You're talking to your mayor. I also want you to keep a mask on if you are too close to me. That's the rule. Yeah, exactly. 100%. 100%. Um Tatum says, "I love Disney. So many great memories here. It truly is a magical place and one that has brought great joy." With that being said, which, first of all, I'm glad. Thank you for saying that. Jeez. Um, I won't be returning during this time as I prefer to have the special memories intact and not disturb them with ones that cause anxiety. We'll always love Disney, and someday in a different time, we will meet again. Like, that's one of the more calmer messages, but... Yeah, to me, that's more of a, just, here's my feeling on... Like, that's not a complaint. That's like, you know what, Disney? I don't want to come at this point. This doesn't work for me, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you when we're all back. That's a, I think that's a nice note. It's not, a, it's, it's not a complaint, but, it, it, but it, is, it is like sort of virtue signaling that you have anxiety. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> I have anxiety. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell, uh, you know, all these people. I mean, even though I do it, but it, it, it's like, uh, but I'm, 
that's sort of a narcissist, I guess. Um, I, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. I just. I. I don't think of memories like. Oh well, I'm going to have an anxiety-ridden memory uh, if I do this, so I'm not going to do the thing. I don't think that's how memories work, and I feel like poor Tatum here is. Uh, <clears throat> hopefully, he's talking to somebody because it sounds like his anxiety is really driving. Um, a, a weird way for him to cater- to categorize memory. It's very weird. Um, Lexi says, I disagree with face masks being a requirement. They should be recommended, not mandatory. It's too hot in Florida to be wearing a face mask all day long. Also, I highly doubt little children will keep the face masks on all day, especially in the Florida heat. Hopefully, Disney rethinks their decision to make face masks a requirement. What do you got a friggin' open my open forum for the city council? You know, the more I hear this, the more I want them to make masks permanently, regardless of COVID. I know. Um, um, uh, before bag check, we will staple the mask to your face to make yeah. sure that it stays on at all times. I mean, she's not wrong. I mean, yeah, it's going to be hard managing kids with face masks. But guess what? That's not your fault. That's not your responsibility. Let the parents deal with that. I think these these masks are filtering out more than dirty air. They are <laughs> filtering out a lot of annoying part guests. That's true. And that is why I am now fully for masks forever. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of people uh, you know, saying, it's going to be too hot. It's going to be too hot. And I guarantee you half these people have never even been to Florida. Um, Denise says, supposed to be there... Excuse me. Uh, supposed to be there May twenty second. Just found out we got canceled May fifteenth. Totally crushed in all caps. It feels like we are grieving for a lost family member. Oh, These are the type of people <laughs> that shouldn't be Disney fan. Like you know what I mean. Like not to take it away from them or or not to like make fun of them too much. But I feel like this person has an unhealthy attachment. If the fact that they can't vacation crushes them to the point where they feel like they're grieving for their mom <laughs> dying, right. right? Or they have not lost a family member that's that close yet to know that that's what that would feel like, like to know that yeah. that's not what that would feel like. Right. Like they're like, oh, this must be what it's like when mom dies. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, Denise, age eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, like the best one is just very straightforward, which I sort of appreciate from Andrea. She says, won't be spending a dime there until the face covering policy is dropped. Good. I mean, Great. I, again, why are you telling people? You, D- Disney doesn't care first of all i mean they they care that they're not going to get your money but they're not they, there's going to be enough people like you're 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 a drop in the bucket to the amount of people that are like i can't wait to go but i just thought highlighting some of these people to me makes me feel a little bit better because <clears throat> i need that in my life but also it it's just like everyone needs to chill out if you don't want to wear a mask don't wear a mask but then you, you you understand that you can't go to these places that are requiring it Right. That's, That's it. There, there are going to be limitations to what yeah. you do based and on that it has, decision. It has nothing to do with your freedoms. It has nothing to do with anything. It's about protecting other people and then yourself, which are, you know, reverse order, the two most important. You're important. Other people are important. And that's it. Live your life that way. Everything will be fine. Well, this is the whole thing on that side is that um, a business is a private enterprise and they have a right to decide what they want you to do inside of there or not. They're not a government. They're not, you know, there, there is right. an argument to be made or that is being made that the government doesn't have a right to mandate you wear a mask wherever you go. 
but a business has a right to tell you that on their private property. Correct. And, so and that's where people getting and people con- I think people conflate those two things. 100%. Yeah, it's it's funny and I sort of like dawned on me today like you get these these open up protests or whatever these armed open carry protests um which are, you know, most of them are actually organized by second amendment rights, you know, people which is a whole another podcast. But they're going to they're 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 wearing body armor but not masks. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like it's the same it, it, it you're wearing you're wearing you you're wearing a covering of one thing but you're not wearing covering of another. Right. No one's no one's asking you to wear body armor to go into a building, but they're asking you to wear a mask, but you won't do that, but you'll wear body armor. It makes it just it makes no sense. And we're we're sort of like caught I think in this country of like um, you know, standing up for our rights to to sort of a, a which are important, uh, but it's sort of a to a detrimental point. I think when it it becomes um, against what society sort of wants, you know what I mean. And 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 part of living in America is we are sort of dictated by society, which is I think what we wanted in the first place. It's democracy, right? And we don't want to be told what to do, which is fine, but. If you like you're saying, Jerry, if you want to go into Walmart and they ask you to wear a mask and you say no, then you can't go in there. That's not infringing on your rights. That's society dictating what we should all sort of be doing to protect each other. And it, it's so, you know, I don't know. It's weird. All right. Well, I saw a lady today take I was out for my run without my mask on because I don't believe that it transmits from me going on a run. But I saw a lady take her mask down so that she could light a cigarette. And I was like, you are very healthy. Uh, I I'm love glad that. that you are so concerned with your health. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's all I have. That's all I have too. But I would say this, it has been such a nice time chatting with you once again. Uh, I agree. We should do it more. I enjoyed it. We yeah. really should. Yeah. Um, we are going to have, I believe, the next quarantine uh, room is Sunday. I believe it is Sunday. Right. Um, we're going to have a game. Yeah. We're going to have a Jeopardy game. I'm giving you advance notice. Everybody who's listening right now. Uh, we're going to have a little Jeopardy game. We're going to have some special guests. I talked to Sully from the 21st Amendment. Um, and he's going to try to join us. Uh, maybe Brittany and Maddie will join us. I don't know. We're going to have just a bunch of people on playing this game. Who's hosting the game? I I don't know that, actually. Maybe because- Sully will. Huh? This is my opportunity to redeem my good name after that disaster at the hundredth episode. Yeah, and I've been, I've been, you know, <laughs> I've been getting beat up for three years now, and I'm ready to crush you guys you and have. show the world what I really made of. That's true. Um, I've honestly <laughs> before we before before we go, you know, you're talking about reopening Disney Springs. I would imagine the parks are not far behind. If you're if you want to go and you want to wear a mask and everything's cool and you don't care about any of that, which I applaud you for, concierge.com. Go to concierge, let them help you plan your vacation. They will help you in every way, shape, or form. If you've never been to Disney World and that's going to be the first domestic park to open for sure, um, they will help you out. They will book your hotels for you. They will help you figure out what parks to go to. They will help you buy your tickets. They will do all this kind of stuff. A lot of hand-holding on their part for you, and it costs no extra for you as well. It's just the standard park ticket price, and anything else that they do is uh, is free because they want you to have a good time. So please 
check them out. They're great people. They're good sponsors of the show. They have uh, kept us on payroll, so to speak, through this whole thing when nobody is buying tickets. Nobody's nobody's going yet. And right. then again, they have to go and complete the trip before the transaction like really completes, right? So they're going out on a limb to support us, and uh, we love them. They're great people. Um, so, yeah, let them help you plan your next Disney vacation. And, of course, the 21st Amendment, Sean, from the 21st Amendment, will be on the next Quarantiki Room, I hope. Uh, that'll be 8.30 Sunday right here on our YouTube channel. That'll be a good time. I love Sean. He's a great dude, very, very funny, uh, you know, very quick-witted and uh, quick to laugh at himself. So uh, we love we love Sean. We love Sully. And uh, it's going to be a good time. So please check us out, 21stamendment.com. If you're in any state that has beer, you know, I know you're buying beer. Because if you're not buying beer, you're not a human being. That's not true. Um, buy 21st Amendment beer. They're a good sponsor. Yeah. They're good friends of the show. The beer's good. You're going to love it. And, uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. All right, Jer. Oh, the secret well, show. next Talk. Thursday night. Yes. Next, th- next Thursday. Yes. Yes, please. We have an Ears Up episode. And I'm going to be doing the music of Space Mountain. And, man, wow. I'm halfway through the research and writing this right now. I thought this was going to be a quick one with, like, not much to say. There's a lot of music to Space Mountain. <laughs> and a lot really? connected to it. Wow. This is I'm surprised and I'm excited now because I was like, this awesome. is, you know, sometimes that's what happens. Like you think, oh, this is going to be this. And then I'm like, I find this out and then I find this out. And I'm like, <laughs> whoa. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And Thomas, thank you very much. Um, after that ep will be a secret show. So next Thursday, stay tuned for that. And uh, you know what? I'm going to pressure Taryn to find another non-alcoholic drink for you, Thomas. What do you think of that? I think we're getting, actually, we're getting pomegranate juice in from our next delivery. So um, I think we should be able to do a pretty good one. What do you think of that? And I'll be able to make grenadine syrup at home. Did you know grenadine syrup is really pomegranate juice? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like pomegranate juice and simple syrup. It's grenadine. That's it? Yeah. Hmm. It's easy. Well, that's better than buying a whole bottle of grenadine. For sure. Because I don't, yeah. You get a little bottle of pomegranate juice. Yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. All right, we got to get out of here. Yeah. It feels like it's been forever, but it hasn't even been an hour. It's just an hour right now. Well, but yeah, it's just an, it's just an hour for uh, for uh, the recording. But uh, you know, I started early, so we can oh, yeah. jibber jabber. Anyway, all right, everybody, thanks a lot for tuning in. I really appreciate it. This has been Ears Up in Depth, episode number twenty one. Um, yeah, check out our Etsy store, Etsy dot com slash shop slash ears for some more shirts. We put up all the shirts that we've ever had, ever, pretty much. Um, I would love to get some more up there, but I'm just not really creative. So, you know, that happens that way. But anyway, check that out. Buy some T-shirts. Um, the printer that I use is sort of delayed right now by like a month. So if you're ordering, it's going to take a while. So I appreciate your your patience. But um, anyway, uh, thanks a lot to Cubier, uh, to concierge.com. Thanks a lot, 21st Amendment. I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for uh, keeping us on the air. Thank you to Jeremy. Thank you to everybody listening to the show right now. Um, I don't know. Jeremy, we need to sign off for this show. We do. We sort of just fade out yeah. after a lot of blibber-blabber, jibber-jabber. Jibber-jabber. <laughs> I feel bad for the food. The jibber-jabber. Kristen right. says I'm, going on, I'm not going on a date, Kristen. But you should. I should go on a date. I would love to. Jeremy, the link was posted in Patreon. Oh. It was not. Stop it. It Mary is. Mary Mary says it was. Mary, no. Mary, you're wrong. Sorry. Mary, Mary, why you bugging? 
we need a sign off. Um, but you know what? Thank you know you thanked a lot of people. How about thank you, Jason? Uh, yeah, here I'm gonna fade out to a picture of my cat. Thank on the, you. On the um, on the old YouTube. There you go. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. We'll see you. <laughs>